This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the Bear Naked ABCs, where we discuss all the songs about bears from A to Z. And this week, we have finally fe- reached one of my favorite bands, Bear Naked Ladies, ironically. Um, so, this week, we're going to discuss the song, The Other Day I Met a Bear. Joining me tonight, I have with me Heidi and Aaron. Hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Oh, I messed that up. I meant that the other way around. Bare naked ladies, bear. Oh yeah, it's the it's the spelling error. It's those oh, homophones. This isn't the the podcast about songs about bears. Oh, this isn't about no, Hank the no. Hank okay. the bear that keeps breaking into houses. Did you see that? <laughs> There's a big, huge bear, and he's broken into like 15 houses. Well, there were a bunch of bears that reclaimed houses in Detroit. I heard about that. <laughs> They were like not a no, this, so this, sorry, this Hank the Bank, he's 500 pounds. Hefty boy. Wow. pound bear. <laughs> you know, Detroit and Chicago hate each other. So, you know, they, they hate it in Detroit when the bears take Duh, over. Bears. He's broken into nearly 28 homes in California. Wow. Wow. You should see this bear, Aaron. You gotta like Google Hank the Tank, the California bear. He's a 500 pound black bear <laughs> in Lake Tahoe area, and oh they cannot wow. catch him. And he's, he's broken the in size of this lad, absolute unit. <laughs> he's huge. So how appropriate that this news Chunky. broke this week. In fact, today, um, today they updated it this afternoon that he's still breaking in houses. Well, I don't I mean, think I'd like to meet. I would not I like to why. meet Hank the Tank the Bear. Mm-mm. I can see why he's still breaking into houses because who is going to even try like shooting that with a shotgun? <laughs> He'd just get mad. No, you know what I need to send you for the um for the pages for the liner notes this week is the video of our bear, our black bear that we had in the backyard. Um, oh yeah. And I saw him from the kitchen, and my husband came out, and I was like, "We have a bear in the backyard," and he was like. <laughs> hanging around the bird feeders and he was big and my husband goes out and he's like go away bear and the bear's like what like i'm a bear and go away bear go away bear i was like i don't know why didn't that work dying in the house go away bear every year i met a bear a great big bear in my backyard in the in the woods i i i see deer all the time which is great but I have seen these tracks in the snow that are 
pretty huge, and I think they might be from a bear. I haven't seen the bear. If there is one, um, it doesn't look like a moose. It looks bigger than that and more like a claw. So I'm pretty sure they're bear tracks. Oh. Or, or very creative pranksters wearing bear track boots. <laughs> Either or. It's a 50-50 split on that one. You know, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the Cleveland show, but there's this one. It was like the offshoot of Family Guy. And there's a bear in the show, like, and it's in the theme song, which has always made me laugh. But there's this one where he's like, uh, yeah, you know, you did some uh, this thing in the morning. And then the, the bear's like, yeah, um, I'm a bear. I can kill you. I can rip your face <laughs> off. I can eat you. Like, I'm a bear. Like, yeah. I can do whatever I want. I'm a bear. <laughs> well, speaking of the Cleveland show, you know, you know who, who they actually made fun of on Family Guy. On that one episode, what was the bare naked ladies? Yeah, yeah. For for what six the hell seconds. You say? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, that's the band we're talking about tonight. <laughs> we are. We're wow, talking about bare naked ladies. We are. Oh, that bear. <laughs> Herculean effort. E. Oh, way yeah. to go! <laughs> so the other day, I met a bear, and I did my notes tonight. I have a question for Aaron, though. Aaron, yeah. what album is this on? Well. I was going to say snack time, but obviously not since you asked that question. <laughs> so I'm guessing, didn't they do like songs for a bunch of compilation albums? I'm guessing it's one of those. Be more specific. That, oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> you would so never. The third of the For the Kids album. Okay. Nope. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. I th- it's it? not the third one. I thought it was nope. the third one. It was on that album eventually. However, originally it was not made for that album. It was just repurposed for that album oh. later on. You would never in a million years guess what album this is on. They recorded well, they recorded know. this for the soundtrack of the TV series The Simple Life. Oh, that's right. So for- Wow, yeah, I never no. would have guessed that. First, that I one. thought they came second. Because <laughs> I knew they did La La yeah. Lemon for the that. first one of that series that Sarah McLaughlin did. And then they did this one on the third album. But I thought The Simple Life came or after nope. that. This so was, interesting. This was specifically done for that series. Um, for wow. those of you who don't know what The Simple Life is, well, before we get to that, uh, if you've never heard this song before, here is a quick snippet. The other day, I met a bear, a great big bear, way up there. The other day, I met a bear, a great big bear, way up there. And now that you've heard that snippet, you would never imagine that this was for The Simple Life, because if you know what The Simple Life is, it was an American reality TV show um, that it was on... Oh, wasn't it with... I may or may not have watched the entire was first it? season of it. That was uh, Paris Hilton and... Nicole Richie. Nicole yeah. Richie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. Never seen it, but I, I was very much aware. And it was so... I like. I remember one episode specifically where they were like, "You go to a you go to a mall like or Walmart." They had no concept <laughs> of what Walmart was. Yeah, wasn't it just like two extremely 
rich people just living yes. like normal people. Like it wasn't even like Survivor. It was just like live like a normal person. But they, and they were living at people's houses yeah. and doing low paying jobs. <laughs> well, at least there's right. some catharsis in that. And at a certain point, they're like, we have nothing left to do. So they sent them to be camp counselors at, at fake camps. Like, they created this camp and each week did a different group of kids to come in, actors that were kids. Did, um, they, did they get attacked by bears? No! <laughs> like, the camps oh. were, one was a beauty camp, one was a fat camp. I So... Already, I have a problem with Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton being counselors oh, at a fat camp. Like, already, like, I have a major issue with this. Yeah, I can't see that going well. Like, I cannot believe for the life of me that that had five seasons. Wow, five seasons? Yeah. How did they get five seasons? Because out this of album that? was actually made well, for the fifth season of it. Wow. Why do they, they keep letting Adam Sandler make movies? But we'll never know. <laughs> His hey, new hey, stuff hey, is hey, good. hey, hey. Adam Sandler, I have to have an affinity for because he's a manch boy and I'm a manch girl. And we went to the same high school. No way. So, uh, yeah, I, he was a few years ahead of me. I actually, I like um, some stuff he's been in, but usually it's stuff where he's not. It's like Punch Drunk Love and yes. stuff like that. I think when he's given good material. Yeah, I did like Punch Drunk Love. His, but I... I I like Billy Madison and yeah, Big Daddy. Yeah, like and Happy Gilmore, I still, I still think back fondly yeah. on. But I don't like Little Nicky, and I don't like like. So there are some that I don't Jack like. Sorry, Joe. Adam Sandler. The show. His new, um, his new he, two. Like but he's his, got three movies that are on Netflix that he did with Jennifer Aniston, which are really, really good movies. Well, mm. I, I only say they keep letting him and, make movies because they won't let Mike Myers make movies, and I, I'm a little upset about that. <laughs> Well, I think the love guru caused that. Well, and his his tribute to Chris Farley was incredible. Yes, yeah. His tribute to Chris oh, yeah, was yeah. one of the best things ever. So, uh, but anyway, <laughs> they I I still can't believe they let him go on for five no, seasons. I, yeah, but if it ridiculous. gives us if it gives us this version of the other day I met a yeah, bear, I'll take well, it. And here's the weird thing: so they oh, they created this song. See how I brought it back. Yeah, yeah, that's what nice a teacher does. Yeah. Thank you, Heidi. <laughs> Thank you. Someone needs to do it. This album, there was no promotions. None of the songs on this album were actually heard on yeah. the show. Mind blown. <laughs> yeah. So they created this album to sell to people yeah. without actually like, promoting it or this, connecting it to the show. Music. <laughs> This is music that was inspired by the wonderful art of the simple life. Remember, though, in like the late 80s, early 90s, like I remember the, I, I had the first Dirty Dancing album, like the real album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there was, then there was music, music inspired, inspired by, by Dirty yeah, music inspired like, by the simple life. None of that was in the movie. None of this was in the movie. And so why did we start doing that? Like music inspired by like some TV soundtracks were good enough. Like the Scrubs soundtrack, the first original soundtrack for Scrubs was so good. Yeah, you had Laszlo Bane. Oh, like fresh feeling. You had the a lot of the Eels music. Yeah. I got so into the Eels because of Scrubs. And but then you started seeing you know inspired by I, like, hey. can I can I propose something? Yes. <laughs> I think this was the analog era's 
Frodo version of the algorithm recommending things for you. Mm. Hey kids, if you like the simple life, you'll love bare naked ladies singing campfire <laughs> songs. It's basically now available for yeah. Time Life yeah. series. We bring to you four recommended stuff we're, to you. We had these albums. We're going off the deep end. <laughs> you remember you guys we but you two would remember. <laughs> would you remember you do you remember like the um uh what was the series and I had them on cassette tape? Now that's um, what I call music. Oh, before that. No, I remember when the first one of those came out, but it was like, um, it it was all music that was like from like the 60s the and time 70s. Life, and I, the Time Life series. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. They had those commercials and yeah, 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 yes. yeah, 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 yeah. They would like scroll the song titles by and play little clips. They <laughs> yeah. had like Time in a Bottle and stuff mm. like that. And there was actually some really good music on there. And I think Time in a Bottle was on every single compilation. Like well, it didn't matter song. what what well, it is, song. but oh, every like, era. Like it could a- be like AM Gold. We're doing the eighties, but we're gonna have time in a bottle on it. <laughs> well, because it's a song about oh, time, yeah, so it fits right. in any era. That's how that works, right? <laughs> so I time wanna play for you the other the other songs that were on this on this album that never got played by anyone. Um it is on Spotify. <laughs> We, I will really? have that in the liner notes so that way people can actually listen to this album that I don't think anyone ever listened to. Um, so this is Hole in the Bucket by Lee Nash. <laughs> I like how quirky I, that I, is. That would be better if it was done by Hole. <laughs> that would be amazing. And then if Bonnie Tyler did My Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean. <laughs> my Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean. <laughs> or Bonnie Raitt. Or Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt. Would, or Bonnie Tyler and Bonnie Raitt together. Ooh, that would duet. Be Who would do You Are My yes. Sunshine? Soleil Moon Fry. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and Smokey the Bear would do on top of it. You know what is sad, though, my friends? Now, being a music teacher for 25 years and teaching elementary music for some of that time, kids are not learning these old camp songs anymore. Oh, John Jacob Drinkelheimer Schmidt. His name is... I was going to say... Well, here... So this is My Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean by, by Kinky. See, I, I <laughs> so can't that's... hear that song without thinking of the Beatles in their skiffle phase in their early career. And I can't help, oh, yeah. can't help but wonder what the audiences of that era would have thought. It would have been like Marty McFly playing Johnny Be Good and going off on the metal <laughs> guitar solo. Maybe you're not ready for that, but your kids are going to love it. Your kids are going to love <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> 
That, that reminds me of, do you remember the, um, the schoolhouse rock, yes. um, remake where like, um, blind lemon did three is a magic yes. number. And that album is so was, good. Was Elliot Smith's cover of figure eight on that? Cause he did cover that song. Um, you know what? I think so. I have it on a CD. I have it on a CD. Wow. That's like when I tell people I used to work at a video store and they're like, how are you still alive? Yeah, that came out in 96. Oh, my God. And I bought it when it first came out, too. And it was so good. I listened to that over and over. I love school. That was right. Biz Markey did the energy. Yes. Blind Melon 3 is magic. And the Ezra did Conjunction Junction. Nice. Ween did Shot Heard Around the oh. World. The Lemonhead. My Hero Zero. Moby did Verb. That's what's happening. Wow. Interplanet was Man or Astro Man. Uh, Buffalo Tom did Lolly, Lolly, Lolly. Get your burps here. A so Kilo. Like, that was such a good album. <laughs> and that um, version of My Bonnie reminds me of that so much. Yeah, I could hear that. Well, here is My Clementine, My Darling Clementine by the Submarines. experimental than i anticipated <laughs> this is a very experimental album and it is headed off by bnl song like that's the beginning song of this you you think going into this that you're going to get a a very campfirey type song album but then they they take some very big divergences so bare naked uh, ladies is like the little sucker jab that sets you up for the haymaker <laughs> oh totally <laughs> Um, so here's Gopher Guts. I did enjoy listening to Gopher Guts by MC Lars. So oh my cool. god, MC Lars is on this album? Yep. What? what? Great green clubs <laughs> of greasy, grimy gopher guts. Mutilated <laughs> monkey greasy meat. Bread. Little birdies, dirty feet. Great green clubs of greasy, grimy gopher guts in me. Without my spoon, let me spit it. Back in first grade, you had me. I had friends who liked me. My bed was made. My mom woke me up at 7 a.m. I go to school, come home, then I do it again. Miss Peterson, serious, always mad at me. That's the way it had to be, cause I had ADD. But we had a tune when we were feeling sad. You see, sitting on the swings, always sang happily. Great green. <laughs> I had no idea MC Lars ever achieved this kind of mainstream success. I, I uh. I'm always shocked when I meet someone who knows who he is. I met him at an MC Chris show where he was opening for MC Chris. I had no idea who MC Lars was. I thought he was just a dude working the, the merch booth because he was at the merch booth selling his stuff. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, how's it going? I shook his hand. I'm like, that's an awesome shirt because he was wearing 
a red shirt with yellow lettering that said Stephen King rules, which is the shirt that the kid Whoa. has from Monster Squad. And I was like, wow. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, that's a cool shirt. And he's like, hey, thanks. I got to go. I'm like, oh, and he gets up on stage and he starts rapping. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I had no idea who he was at the time, but I met MC Lars. He was super nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, super cool guy. Um, so I'll also play uh, When the Saints Go Marching In by the Pinker Tones. The Pinker fact that they are taking some big swings with this music and not just doing what people would expect now i understand what you meant tracy when you said this was going to be a fun episode i have to ask then why did bnl go just straight up kids campfire song with their version everything else on this album is like weird and experimental i don't think they did i think like every verse they got really interesting like the the choiry section and like you've got the mandolin or harpsichord going in there you've got, um there's some really funny sections i think i like the shout it's just fun and campiness and it it could be because it, it's a call and response song because it's an echo song yeah. like there's only so much you can do but i thought that they played with it quite well i thought they played with it like we, uh, growing up going to camp as a kid yeah, and this was like I and I I was a camp counselor uh, for two years for Salvation Army camp. Um, oh yeah, went to camp as a kid, and then of course elementary music. So these echo songs are the first foundational songs you start using with with little kids, and so but and I I heard the way they did it. I was like, if you've got to kick it up a notch, I thought they kicked it up a nice little notch. Oh yeah, like so, Steve. I mean, Ed is definitely the straight man in the song. He is just playing like the the regular whatever normally people would do. And, and don't forget, these guys started off as camp yeah. counselors. That's how they began mm -hmm. who they were. So and so, I also want to play a clip for you guys really quick of why they chose this oh, song. Cool. Um, because I was actually able to find that. This I week. searched and um, I could or, not find anything. That's so neat. So here is them on Hard Rock Live in 1997, before they even made it big. When someone says, well, you're a fun band, you kind of get your back up because you think, well, we're not just fun. We have good songs and, and we play well together and it's, and it's, and it's a, a deeper show than just being fun. But at the same time, being called fun is a great compliment because to really entertain people is a really tough thing to do. So we're doing this show. And the security is oh freaking out because everyone's like rushing the stage when we get on to play and the security's freaking and they, they stop us in the middle of a song and they say, you, you have to get the audience to move back. And everyone was freaking out and we just asked, you know, the however 14,000 people there to move back and they sort of politely did move back and then they, they weren't ready to start the show again so we started they had singing. All the, all the house lights were up and everything. Yeah, house lights are up. We're on the stage in the middle of a set. 
So we start singing a campfire song that the other day, the other day, I met a bear, I met a bear. And the whole audience sings it. Just to have an audience be in the vibe that much that a show can blow out so terribly, but the crowd is still with you, like, that's amazing. Oh, show, show. Baby Steve and Baby so I, Ed, oh my goodness. I know. Did oh my Ed gosh, ever think so that the hairstyle slash goatee, like, that phase for Ed <laughs> was not as attractive as I used to think it was. He looks better now than he did back then. It's pretty close to like a bowl cut. Yeah, it was so weird. And then yeah. when he, he had the blonde on top. I, we love you, Ed. Please come on the show. Yeah, please come on the show. We know like, you listen. <laughs> that, was, that was rough. There were, there were a lot of hairstyles that were very iffy yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. Well, I had no idea. And Ed played around with most of them. <laughs> I had no idea the band had such a history with this song, and that makes me like it a little more. It's not that I hate it, but I have a feeling based on both of your reactions that I'll be drinking the Haterade tonight. It's all relative. It's all Aww. relative. <laughs> I, I gotta go with what you were saying, though, Heidi. Like, they really... So Ed's playing that straight man but steven and the rest of the band are really kicking it up a notch and doing something different on every single stanza every single turn around on this like one time they're just taking it nice and simple ahead of me ahead of me there was a tree there was a tree a great bull then the next time they're kind of dramatizing it up a little bit and then the next time around they're doing a choir don't you fret don't fret you frown because i cut that branch way back down now don't you fret now don't you frown because i cut that branch on the way back down this is and then they're yelling my favorite, though, well, I, okay, there's a lot of favorites I have in this with Steven, but I just picked out something new after years of listening to this this week because I had my, my music way up. And there's this one spot where they're saying, this is the end, there ain't no more. And unless you have it picked up, all you hear is this plink plink on the mandolin. But if you have the speakers up, you hear Steven in the background going, why? <laughs> <laughs> this is the end. There ain't no more. Unless I meet. Unless I meet. That bear once more. So it's like, there is no more. Why? He's like all plaintive and worried that the song's over. Interesting. <laughs> and I love the, like, Stephen's statement of, like, when he jumps into the air. He's like, so then I jumped in the air and I missed that branch way up there. He's like, well, are you surprised? I, I mean, come on. <laughs> I jumped, so I jumped into the air, into the air. but I missed that branch. Are you surprised? Oh, way up there. I mean, come on. And so <laughs> it was definitely fun and it's, reminiscent it's of how they would do it with an audience or with kids or live. And again, they they definitely have a lot of fun with it. So I I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Well, and on the tree line when they're running toward the tree, you have Stephen saying one thing. And then you have some of the band doing a completely different thing. And then you have Kevin in the background on a delay singing the whole song, singing that whole verse with no stops, with no pauses in between. Ahead of me, ahead of me, there was a tree. There was a tree. A great big tree. Great big tree. Oh, glory be. Glory be. Ahead of me, there, there was, was a tree. A tree. A great 
victory, oh glory be. So you got like, it's like if you were around a campfire and everyone wanted to do their own thing. (laughs) It had that feel. It really did. It really did. Um, And that they thrive on the call and response kind of stuff, which they they thrive on the energy of the audience. And, um, and it's such a, it's such a great rapport you have when going to a live show, et cetera. And, and, and everybody can sing that. And that's what echo songs are great about because everybody, everybody can be involved. So there's, (laughs) and the energy is so great. Just for a little bit of background, this song was written in 1919 by Carrie Morgan Mm -hmm. and Lee David. Um, And then the, they did the, they were the ones that did the lyrics, but it's written to the music of sipping cider through a straw (laughs) Um, the song Sipping Cider Through a Straw. Um, or it's kind of similar to that. Um, and I don't have down who wrote the music for that. No, and the lyric, the origination of the lyrics is very hard whenever you're talking about these campy folk songs because the words ge- generally are like it's part of an oral tradition. Right. So when it's thinking back to like ballads and things like that, that came from the folk ballad tradition of Europe. Um, in the medieval times. And then those stories that carried through orally through counties and countrysides, et cetera, and then made their way to America. And like James Childs, who compiled all of these ballads, like um, um, the uh, Gallows Pole and, um, oh, well, that's Led Zeppelin's remake of it, the Made from the Gallows, Freed from the Gallows, um, and Barbara Allen and all of those very old ballads that were then remade by a lot of rock bands in the 70s but they were orally trans transferred from generation to generation to generation in the oral tradition because people didn't read so minstrels going you know from place to place yeah would then give them that um that those stories through song and we've gotten so far away from the oral tradition and camp songs are really the american oral tradition of getting kids to know these songs through generation to generation. And when my son was at Cub Scout camp the last several years, except for COVID, um, when you'd go to see their last skit night, so many of these songs were done because these songs survive and survive and survive. I have this amazing guitar book and Aaron, I don't know if you're familiar. I now have three of them. I have a big, big version and then two little ones, but called rise up singing. Um, and it's this blue book of all, and it's probably the best song book, um, around. And I've had, I've, I had one, I have one copy at work. I have one copy here and it's the group singing song book that was done by Peter Blood way back. And like, oh, that's cool. These songs and all that you get in these books is the lyrics and the chord chord. Yeah. It's like. It's even more stripped down than like a, a real book or a fake book. It's Abs- like, yeah. And you, but you've got them all like be kind of your web footed friends. The cat came back Clementine, like all of these wow. songs and these folk songs and faith songs. That's cool. And then they did another one, the rise again songbook to even add more because there are so many songs that like, I'll go and perform at the local, um, nursing home and these are the songs that they remember because 
these songs when they were kids. So they love kids songs and patriotic songs and like take me out to the ball game. And so things like the other day I met a bear, it goes over really well in a nursing home because lyrics and songs are still in their brains. But I'd love to see us get back Mm -hmm. to an oral tradition um, that don't go to camp or have very little exposure to these kinds of songs in elementary school are not getting these. Granted, now we're also going through a huge age of taking a lot of what we used to consider part of the elementary music lexicon out because some of those songs we've discovered are much more racist uh, context, like Jump Jim Joe and um, Cotton Eye Joe. I was I was shocked because when I learned <laughs> Pick a bale of cotton. When I learned that the original one of the original lyrics to Big Rock Candy Mountain is where they hung the jerk that invented work. Because we sung that in kindergarten, but I didn't sing that verse. <laughs> oh yeah, the big rock candy mountain. Oh my gosh, did you? That song is now out again in the. Have you seen the commercial for the truck? But yes. it's yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's instrumental, like, isn't it? Isn't it instrumental in that commercial? Or uh, yeah, no, he does sing. There are lyrics in there, but now there are two commercials out where it's wow. this cat who is just Walter. I think the oh, cat's yeah. name is. Yeah, and he right. goes in the second set, he goes and rescues the guy yeah, from the yeah, snow. He he's like, <laughs> he but so the big rock candy mountain is in that. And I was like, wow. Well, it's funny you, um, bring, you bring that up. Cause I, I have been <laughs> getting back into, I'm trying to force myself to practice guitar more and ukulele. And I'm looking at old folk songs. And one of the songs, like I'm thinking about hopefully like putting together a, a set of material to do a live show at some point in the near future. I highly suggest I, getting this. I would love to check that out. Um, and will. I, I've I've, been, um, I want to do. I've um, been using this for Carol. 25 years and it, it never gets old. It's so yeah. good. I like a lot of the old folk songs that like the immigrants brought over from like Ireland and Scotland, like New York girls. I love, I love that song. Some of the sea shanties are like really coming back into style now. So it's really interesting. Well, and, and, and just going through, yeah, you're right. And, but even some of those songs you were like, Ooh, so oh, yeah. really paying more like eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah, depending on what version you're doing, that could never, be very you're bad. Right. Yeah. It would they changed it for Catch <laughs> yeah. a Tiger by this toe. But uh, <laughs> yeah. and of course Jimmy Craigcorn. Yep. Oh Susanna, Camptown right. Races. Um yeah, so yeah. there are lots of songs <laughs> that we grew up with as kids in in school, learning in school that you're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't use those anymore. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think the other day I met a bear is one <laughs> no, of them. I don't think so. I, I mean, you're anti-bear. No, the only thing, that, the only line that that is somewhat questionable in there that wouldn't get by in schools is the you know he said to me the bear's now a rug. No, that the yeah. why you know why don't you run? I see you ain't got any gun. The the gun thing, like. It wouldn't get by oh, in but, schools. But killing the bear but and turning kill- him into a rug. Okay, oh, that would be okay. I don't that think that, that I think no, I think that that would be okay. Actually, because like the bear's being facetious there. Like, what are you gonna do? I'm a bear. Um, I I see you ain't got any gun. What, what you gonna do when the when the bear comes? What you gonna for do? You? 
bad bears, bad bears. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? When I put put you on the floor as a rug, rug, rug. It's like Hank the Tank. Hank the Tank would say that. Hank the Tank. Is a bad bear, bad bear. Hank the Tank would look at you and say, yeah, I don't care if you get a gun or not. Wait, did Hank the Tank go streaking through the quad? No, that was Frank. Going streaking through the quad. Sorry, that was an old um, school reference. Um, I do want to point out, I did find the information. So, um, Sucking Cider Through a Straw was written by W. Ferrer in 1894 as a minstrel song um as you were saying um and it is in the key of f and done in waltz time hmm. well this one is not in the key of f <laughs> what is this in would you <laughs> this one is in the key of a yeah about a hundred and 35 36 beats yep. per minute that's what I have. Um, and it's a one five seven one progression and that's all it does <laughs> that's all it does a to e to g to a a to e to j to a a to e to g to a a to d g to a <laughs> i mean it's a campfire song so right and of course there's no chorus it's just yeah an echo the so form it's, is just a a a a a a. It's a a a a a a a. The other day, the other day, I met a I met a a great. But there are so many of those. Like, um, oh, what's the uh the frog in the bog under oh my uh, gosh, down by the it? bay, down by the bay, down by, down the, down by the, the bay, the bay where the watermelons grow, back to my home. Yeah. I dare not go, but if I do, I'm going to be that old lady in the nurse in 30 years that's still singing all of Have these. Have you songs. ever seen a cow with the green eye, bro? Green eye, no. And I used to do it when I when I had elementary kids because I yeah. always played guitar because it was so easy because I didn't like a wall of a piano between me and my kids. And so I, we would make up our own, like a kid would throw out a something silly and we'd create a rhyme to go with it. And that's what I love about echo songs oh, yeah. with kids because you can take this song and say, you know, the nearest what the nearest you know dog was on that ground. I, I'm just, and I'm just, did you ever I'm see sorry, a duck? Um, I'm just um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just thinking about what little a holes my friends and I were in chorus <laughs> class when we oh, were little kids because we would do things like. I mean, obviously, if, if the uh, if the chance presented itself, like if we were doing the name game, we'd always go for Buck or something <laughs> like that. But like um, more than that, I, the, the best example is Mama Don't Lau. So, you know, Mama Don't Lau, no guitar playing around here. Right, yeah. you, when, when they called on you, you would so you were supposed to like shout out an instrument like trumpet or whatever. Well, I wanted to be a drummer. But my teacher, my music teacher, was insistent that I be a percussionist, not a drummer. And I had to be, uh, you know, respectable, learn to play the piano and other things. So what I got instead of a drum set, originally, the first thing I got was what it was called a junior percussion kit. And it came with like a glockenspiel and like a practice pad that emulated a snare drum. So when they called on me, I said, junior percussion kit. <laughs> Mom would don't know junior percussion kit playing around here. We were such jerks. <laughs> Bless our chorus teacher, Mrs. Snow. She had such patience. She was a saint. It's amazing because you know, like, 
kids make up their own words to think. And I know from a lot of experience, especially <laughs> teaching so many years, and I would do the same thing, like, especially with my best. Like pomp and circumstance became the nacho song or the taco song, really. Um, <laughs> no, not it was not just. It's so much of the point that at the end of every year, when you play pomp and circumstance ad nauseum, I had cards, and so it was like I really like nachos. <laughs> I like them with cheese. I, I really like nachos. Give me some now, please. Like it became, and it became this thing every year because you're playing it nonstop. I'm not so, going to be able to hear that song and not think about nachos. And I know, right? <laughs> Even it's it's one of those things because my and my husband's a genius. He can put tacos <laughs> or nachos into any song on the record. Like it came in like some cha nacho sauce. <laughs> Had some cheese on that. Like he just does it all the time, all the time. There's no song that is safe with my husband in the car. Nachos <laughs> or nachos or something. I don't understand why nachos is kind of the go-to. We could we could put nachos in the bear song. The other day, I met a taco. I had some nachos, some great big nachos instead of tacos. The other day I had some nachos, a lot of nachos instead of tacos. Instead of tacos. I'm just thinking about work on the from Invader Zim now. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Doom, 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 doom. Tucky, get any of those taquitos. 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 Instead of taquitos, <laughs> there's so <laughs> he's oh man. Uh, so I'm gonna pull us back <laughs> in there about having to go to the bathroom, but you know, you feel my mind falling away like bits of a wet cake. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a long week, and I have a long day tomorrow too. Once again, just that kind of a week, that's okay. Are you like, Let, yeah. let's talk about ratings. Do you guys have anything that you would like to go for a rating system for this week? I think we need to rate it on Hank the Tanks. All right. I, okay. I, I was going to say tacos or nachos, but Hank the Tank, I, I'll go for Hank I the like, Tank. I mean, we got to give credit to our 500 yeah. pound friend in California. How many hundreds of pounds there? Well, he weighs 500. How many so, Hank the Tanks? So a scale of one to Hank the Tank or zero to Hank the Tank. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He's 500 pounds. So, um, we'll do it in a decimal point system. <laughs> In a Dewey Decimal System. Well, who who would like to start? Who wants to? Why don't we start with the I, hater? I, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the other day, I met a bare naked lady song that was not destined to make my best of playlist. Um, yeah. Look, it ain't no la 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 lemon. <laughs> um, uh, it, you know, I'm glad that I had this chance to talk about it with you guys because I actually I think I like it a little more than I thought I did. And the other thing is, I, I like so many of these songs, I really wish that I could have been at a concert and, and to hear them play this live or like, you know, just hearing the story about them having to kind of the, have to stop the show and then just kind of getting people started on, on a round or whatever. That's so fun and, and quirky and cool. And that's so very them. And I like that. I like that a lot. So, you know, it's <laughs> like I said, I don't hate it. <laughs> um, 
But, you know, this is a show where we also talk about conventioneers and Brian Wilson and the flag and alcohol and Enid and so many songs that I just adored. It's like, you know, I can't put it anywhere near <laughs> those songs. Um, Remember, it's, it, a you know, kid, well, again, it's a kid's song. <laughs> I don't know. It's a bear song. Um, but no, again, so understanding that 2.5 is right in the middle and average, honestly, I'm going to go a little higher than I may have otherwise, because I do think there's there's some fun elements to it. And you're right, the way they kind of vary it up and have the weird stuff in the background going on, the changes and how they address things. I am going to award the other day I met a bear 3.200 pounds of raw Hank the Tank. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. You got yeah. most of Hank in there. <laughs> That's a good good portion of Hank. <laughs> what about you, Heidi? Um, for me, uh, I have to take this, like Aaron said, separately from your traditional bare naked ladies, because this is yeah. something special, something different. It's not like so. It's and it's not snack time either. I have to keep it away from snack yeah. time because all it is is that their version of a kid's campy song for an album for this thing. And so it's not like granted, they do some types of songs on snack time that are, that are um, different. Um, I wish but this I had can't been be on snack time, to be honest. I, I think it would have been fun. Um, but I, so I take it differently than a real bare naked lady song. So it's not like Aaron said, it's not in the league with Brian Wilson or any, you know, are any of my favorites. Um, so, but, but on its own, I think it's fun. I love listening to it. It makes me think like a kid, like you can see I'm smiling and talking about it because granted, I love kids music and I love real kids music. I hated the, now that's what they, the kids bump. Kids bump. Oh. I hated because it wasn't, some of the songs were so inappropriate and they never changed the lyrics. And, like, wait, you have kids singing Wrecking Ball, but because it's it's okay? No, that's not okay. Um, so none of that was clean. There's something special about just clean, campy, fun kid stuff that makes them giggle and they think it's silly. Like these songs are, again, they're starting to die and go away with the exception of camp, summer camp that keeps them alive, which I really appreciate um, that they live on. So I'm going to give this song, uh, I'm going to give it a 3.5 for it being on its own for its merit and what they do to it to make it even more fun and ramped up. And it sounds like they have a good time with it, even though I know Steven is not a fan of doing these kinds of things so often, but it sounded like they all had a good time. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Um, so I'm going to put in, We this is the adults decision. This is the adults uh, ratings on this. But my daughter wanted, even though it's not really a kid's song because it's not on a kid's album, um, but I think it's a kid's song. I mean, it's aimed toward kids. And kid's and BNL definitely aimed it toward kids. Um, my daughter wanted to have her say, so I will put that in right here. Okay, Bella. So what did you think of The Other Day I Met a Bear? Well, I really liked it because it was silly. Like, um, how the bear was telling the person, Ronnie, because I see you don't have any gun. Why would you tell that? You're, you're losing your breakfast. 
<laughs> is there anything else that you liked about the song? Um, I liked how it had a lot of weird noises and it was rhyming a lot. And how um, it made this weird noise and then the one of the people whispered, Why? <laughs> Were there any things about this song that you didn't like? No. Okay, so what would you give this song? Five out of five stars. Okay. Thank you, Bella. Doing okay. So, what did you think of the, what did you think of Bare Naked Ladies version of the other day I met a bear? Uh, I thought it was weird. Um, you know, it made me really think that that's all they should do is children's albums. Um, because they're really good at it. They're good at coming up with tunes and stuff like that. So um, I saw as I was playing it that it said um, it was like for the kids three. So apparently that they've done a, a few for the kids. No. It's not Nothing like having a children's song about somebody getting mauled by a bear. So, you know, like go and climb a tree or try to climb a tree and um, – Bears climb trees better than humans. <laughs> that, that doesn't work unless it's like a, a big old grizzly. But um, if it's a black bear, you're, you're toast. Maybe maybe not the best lesson to be teaching uh, to be teaching kids around the campfire then. Correct. Yeah. No, I, I would not. Um, why? Why did? Why would they put that on like a? Maybe they didn't uh, understand bears as well back in nineteen nineteen. That could be. <laughs> They're like ah, a bear. Just run. <laughs> run as fast as you can. Hope don't run the thing. Can you run as fast as Carl Lewis? No. Well, obviously this person is supernatural. They can jump. They can jump ten feet. I know. That's. They can jump over 10 feet because they caught it on the that's, way back uh, down. It's quite, uh, quite a high jump. Anyways, I thought it was an okay <laughs> song. It was all right. And then the subject matter, I'm like, all right, this is weird. <laughs> I would, as a, as a group, I would say, no, nah, I'm going to pass on this as a song for kids. So, but um, good for them for doing it, I guess. I would never have put it on the album, but... <laughs> Uh, that's just me, anyways. <laughs> but I think that Bare Naked Ladies does a really good job at, at singing children's songs. Um, that might be their niche. That the that might be their avenue now with Stephen Gone and all that stuff. <laughs> so, how many bears would you give this song? How many bears? Oh my. Um. Uh, I would probably say. 2.25 bears. I have to agree with Bella. I love this song. And so my rating system, as I've mentioned before, with kids' songs, and I do think this is a kids' song, my my ratings for kids' songs are different. And would I put it up there with Bear, with Brian Wilson and stuff like that? No, obviously not. However, kids' songs are their own category, and it takes a special type of kid's song to not be annoying on the 50,000th <laughs> Yes, listen. agreed. I, I was thinking of that song, I know a song that gets on every Everybody's <laughs> or this is the song that, or the, the, what's yeah. the, the song that never ends. The song that never yeah, ends. Yeah. Exactly. There are so many songs out there that are just 
they they will like they're earworms, but they're bad earworms. This is an earworm that I would like to have stuck in my head, especially this version, because they're having so much fun with it. And I think that if you're going to play a kid's song, it's not and it's not meant to be educational. Like it's just to be fun and have fun with the kids, and it's it's engaging them because they get a chance to sing back with it. This is what a kid's song should be. Um, mm. So for me, I I have to give it a really high score because of that. It, it and on the kids' song rating, I give this a four point seven five. Wow! Wow! So. Would you put this on your best of list? When I have kids in the car, definitely. Like this. Okay, that's a good answer. It, I get it. I, I'm with you. I I would put this song on there over most Rick Charette songs. And Rich, Rick Charette for Ooh, me is one Rick of Charette is a national treasure. He you is. Take that yeah. He is. But I would say, like, when it comes to kids' songs that don't get old. This one yeah. is right up there. Yeah, and it, it's, it's a good one. It's a good performance. I agree. So it's, yeah, I agree. It's amazing, and the kids love it every time. And so for me, it's it's got to be up there. Rick Charette, we know you listen. Please come on the show. I've I've met him so many times. It's so wonderful. The he's he's a really nice. Until guy. last year, he was still going around, still doing concerts. Uh, my kids got to meet him, and and it was wonderful. Um, I love Rick Charette. So yes, we would love to have Rick Charette on the show anytime. Um, we should have him come on and do one of the kids' songs with us. Ooh. Mm. Now you've tempted Track him me. down on Twitter, Tracy. Oh, yeah. And let's get Livingston Taylor, because I like him, too. And we could also get Mr. Harley, and... <laughs> We could get Mr. Harley. Mr. Harley is... I, I, I went to college I went to college with Mr. Harley. Oh, did you? I actually... Yeah. I actually Harley have... Harley Smith. He, he was from Perpetual Motion Machine. He went to UMA. I actually have a lot of contact with him because we used his song, Blue Shirt, for a video for my school. Can we get Charlie Waffles? Thanks, that was fun. Don't forget. <laughs> you, you don't know who's No regrets. I don't know Two and a half men when it was good. Yes. Two and a half men. Okay, so for a bit, before before Charlie Sheen went off the deep end, um, he (laughs) character was hilarious and he did jingles. Well, then he started realizing he could make on the children's music circuit. So he created this character called Charlie Waffles. And you just have to YouTube Charlie Waffles because there's one called like Bye 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 Boobies and can we get so funny? What can we get? Chris, can we get Chris Pratt and his uh, alter ego Johnny Karate on here for the kids? <laughs> oh yeah, Chris, we know you listen. Come on the show. That's right. <laughs> um, so guys, we we were talking about Hank, and we were talking about about bear attacks this week, and I have to say, I I saw this one amazing thing on on uh, Facebook this week and I'm pulling it up so you guys can see it now um, that there, that there's these, when they, you look at the solar system, there are areas where bear attacks are happen a lot. Wow. Um, Tracy, that we are literally ver- in the Goldilocks zone. 
Wow. We are in the Goldilocks zone of bear attacks because wow. if you go outside, you go to Mars or Mercury or Neptune, very few bear attacks happening there. I'm looking yeah. at this this picture yeah. and Checkmate there, there's almost no risk of a bear attack elsewhere. Really high risk of bear attacks on our blue dot on 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 Earth. It's almost like how the vast majority of COVID cases occur in major population centers. Yeah. Um, I only bring that up because next week's song is Our Blue Dot. Oh, nice. Is that a Carl Sagan reference? It could be. We'll have to look at that further <laughs> next week. Well, thank you guys for joining me this week. Absolutely a pleasure, as it always is. Absolutely, as always. We really got a lot out of the other day I met a bear. I'm pretty impressed. Oh yeah, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Well, guys, I might be no, away was... for a few weeks. I'm traveling to the West Coast. Oh, oh very cool. I will try and send my don't thoughts. run into Hank. <laughs> don't run into Hank the Tank. But if I, you I will do, try and be on the lookout for Hank. The do tank, an interview but... with him, and we'll put it on the show. Hank, we know you listen. Please come on the yep. show. Hank the Tank, we love you. Please come on the show. <laughs> 